Welcome back to another episode of the Ignited Youth Podcast. I am your co-host, Samuel Farrell. I am a local evangelist in Zion Assembly Church of God for Crossfield, Tennessee. And I'm the other co-host, Jack Farrell, a licensed exhorter in Zion Assembly Church of God. So we are here today with another episode of Called Out. In the previous episode, we had talked about what the abstract of faith is, uh, its importance in the church. It is the interpretation of the Holy Scriptures. It's meant for our benefit and uh, as an explanation to those outside of the church of who we are. In today's episode, we're going to read from it and expound on some of the things that are within it. And in last episode, we talked about the abstract, but now we're going to talk about what our church is. Yeah, so just like the title of the episode that you can see, what is Zion Assembly? What is Zion Assembly? And that's going to be answered right now in the introduction, the very first page of the Abstract of Faith. So let's read it. The introduction, Zion Assembly is a spirit-filled body of believers who have covenanted themselves together, that's important, with God to accept and obey the teachings of Christ and His apostles. This commitment is firm, even in this present time of apostasy, when so many are falling away and departing from the faith. Now, an important key verse that I'd like to read is Jeremiah 50 and 5. It says, They shall ask the way to Zion, with their faces turned toward it, saying, Come, let us join ourselves to the Lord in an everlasting covenant that will never be forgotten. So I'd mentioned covenanting themselves together with God. That's very important. Now, Jack, what does that mean? Yeah, out of this paragraph, that's the part that really uh, stuck out to me. Um, coveted them z- themselves together. One reason why that is really important is because just because you're a part of the kingdom does not make you a part of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing as just because you are an American citizen does not make you a part of the U.S. military. That does not give you the right to go into other com- countries representing the United States. Now, some of you may ask, you know, well, why Why is it important? You know, the main goal is to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. But um, if I'm not a part of the church, does that mean that I'm not going to be able to get to heaven? No, that's not what it means at all. Uh, the Bible says the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. which is through salvation. Um, but whenever you covenant yourself to the church... We hold each other accountable. Yes, it's very important. My main goal is for you to get to heaven, and your main goal is for me to get to heaven. Yes, and the kingdom is the message. That is the overall message. But there has to be a messenger, and that is the church. We have set out to fulfill the Great Commission, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But our main goal is to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven, but also to bring as many people we can, and yeah. so we'll get into that a little bit later about the Great Commission, but that is our goal. Yeah, and you know, like the saying, you know, two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. Well, it is better for me to have somebody watching my back. Yes. The world is getting crazy out there. Yes, I mean, is. with everything that's going on, I feel like we are being visibly attacked, mm-hmm. and everybody seems to be okay with it, except for those that, you know, are trying to live a holy life um and so it's just better to have somebody watching out for me things that i may not see or things that people that are over me in the lord they can see hey i've been down that road before don't go down it 
And I can take comfort in knowing that they have my best interests in mind. Yes. And they can um, they can help lead and guide me. And that's that's the beauty of being committed to one another, coveting ourselves together. Yes. It mentions uh, in the abstract, it says covenant to themselves together. And then it says this commitment. So you're making a commitment to follow God. We'll mention that uh, later on in the next couple of episodes. But you have committed yourself to follow God, to walk in the light of the gospel, and to follow Christ. And um, I feel like that is the best way to say it. Right, you right, are yeah. committed. This is a commitment. And uh, sometimes when it feels like there's nothing left to hold on to, that commitment is what helps you to stay active, to stay uh, connected with God to stay in the relationship with believers. Right, right, yeah. So let's go on to the next paragraph. And the ministers and members of Zion Assembly have committed themselves to live and worship together in this most holy faith, to walk in truth, to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, and to cultivate among themselves the graces of love and holiness. They seek the perfections of Christ in their fellowship, and by His grace and power to conform in the image of Jesus Christ so completely that when He appears, they shall be like Him. Yes, and an important part of that paragraph, I think, is love and holiness. I have some scriptures that I want to read, uh, the first one being First John 4 and 8, which I'm sure that many of you are aware of. It says, "...anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love." In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. That's 1 John 4, 8 through 9. And then the next scripture is 1 Thessalonians 4 and 7. It says, For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. So it's important to realize that it is hard to be holy without accountability. You know, sometimes in our life, it's hard to uh, to stay on the right path, and that's why it's so important to have brothers and sisters in Christ holding us accountable. Right, right. And it's so important to stay focused. And so that's what it's talking about, love and holiness. Love, that is loving your neighbor as yourself. And uh, sometimes love is a little tough, but it is for our own good. God loves us so much. He sent His only Son into the world. He's the one that set the standard. And then holiness. Holiness is so important. It's where you can draw closer into the Lord in the beauty of holiness. That's what the Scripture says. Uh, it says um, in Psalms that you should come into the, uh, the Lord and worship Him in the beauty of holiness. And that is consecrating yourself, setting yourself apart. Uh, in our previous youth camp, uh, we had um, Bishop Bruce Sullivan preach a message, and he said that we are not from this world. We are different. Uh, that was a great message. Very great message. And he said that we're not from this world, and he said that we're even aliens. That is how we have to think of it. We are different. We are set apart. We are consecrated. We are not from here. We are different. And that's the importance of holiness, because when you are worshiping the Lord together, with those that you know, with those that are believers in Christ, a part of the church, and you're worshiping Him in holiness, there is nothing more beautiful than that. Yeah, and there, there's some other points I'd like to bring out. You know, the world has tried to change the definition of love. Uh, they think, you know, well, if, you, if this is how you feel, then you're right. Yeah. 
They've changed love to feeling. Yes, but here's the thing. To love is to also discipline. Yes. You know? It's for your own good. Yeah. A couple years ago, there was a preacher that he made an analogy talking about the lost sheep. Well, after a shepherd finds a lost sheep, what they do is actually break the leg of the lost sheep. Now, that may sound a little brutal, but we're getting to the good part. It, it sounds very brutal. <laughs> it sounds very brutal, but... But he does that to let the sheep know, hey, don't do this again. Yes. But see, he doesn't break the leg and then leave it. Yes. He breaks the leg and then nurtures it. Mm-hmm. He carries the sheep. He carries the sheep. He takes care of it. He yes. shows it love that way. He didn't want to break the leg, but he had to do it. That way the sheep knows, hey, if I leave, I'm going to get hurt. Yes. And that's how we stay on that, you know, straight and narrow path. Yes. And then holiness. There's a movie that came out a couple months ago called Nefarious. There's a scene that really stuck out to me. And after about, I think it was the second time watching the movie, that it really clicked with me. And in one of the scenes, a priest walks in and... The main character, which was um, possessed, mm-hmm. was very aggravated that he was even in the room, uh-huh. and that he was um, he was angry. Have you come to torture me before my appointed time? Yes. And then the priest talks about, you know, hey, I don't believe in possession, mm-hmm. and then the demon calms down. Mm-hmm. So the demon was even intimidated by the appearance of the priest. Yes. So that is why holiness is so important. Just imagine how much more intimidating it would be. I mean, the Bible says that we are not fighting flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and dark powers in high places. We are fighting against spiritual war. This is spiritual warfare. So just imagine how much more intimidating it is for the demon to immediately notice our difference. And we're not just specifically talking about demonic possession, but we're talking about people in this world. Living a holy life is going to have others notice. And when they notice the good difference in you, they will want to know more about you. You know, sometimes people will come and watch a fire just to watch it burn. And so when they see the fire within us, they're going to sit and watch it burn and they'll get interested. They'll want to know more about it. What happened? What's the difference? And the difference is Jesus Christ. You know, when people see that difference, it'll be a bigger testimony than any words can make. And people will even come up to you and say, well, it's what's on the inside that matters. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. What's on the inside that matters, but it's also what's on the inside that reflects outwardly. And so the word tells us, you know, we're supposed to be a city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. Yes. I mean, Uh, this world is getting so far off the track that it is becoming easier and easier to stand out if we just follow the principles of the Bible. And that that's the importance of this. And we'll, we'll move on to the uh, next paragraph. Yeah. Besides this internal disposition to cultivate mutual love and care within the household of God, the ministers and members have committed themselves to labor for the unity of all believers. Very important. Until all see eye to eye, speak the same thing, walk by the same rule. In this manner, they seek to carry forward the apostolic vision till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. 
Ephesians 4.13. Very important. Unity is very important. That is one of the three key points that we want to get through in this podcast. Teach, encourage, and unify. Uh, We have to stay unified, and that's through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Ephesians 4.13 says it best. Till we all come into the unity of the faith. So having faith in the same thing, believing the same thing, says speak the same thing, walk by the same rule, see eye to eye. It is so important that we uphold unity in the church. And uh, that's, that is a very, very important principle within the scriptures. And then it even says labor for the unity of all believers. So we are striving for unity. In the church, we are already unified to a certain extent, but we are laboring for the perfect unity of all believers. It says, until all see eye to eye, speak the same thing, and walk by the same rule. So we are striving, laboring, working for all of us to teach the same thing and to know the same things and believe the same things. Okay, so the very last paragraph says, Zion Assembly has further obligated itself to publish and to proclaim the full gospel into all the world in obedience to Christ's commission to the church, Matthew 28 and 19. Very important scripture. Like we mentioned earlier, we talk about it. It says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And I'll read on. It says, Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So important. Jesus is always going to be with us. Yeah, he's not going to call us to do something and then just leave us high and dry. Yes, and so the Lord is always going to be with us. And no matter how hard the task may seem, he's always going to be there. No matter how hard it may seem, no matter how impossible Everything may look with God. All things are possible. And that's the principle that we want to make today. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, thank you guys so much for stopping by and listening to the podcast. If you have any questions about today's topic, feel free to email us at ignitedyouthquestions at gmail.com. And if you're on Spotify, there should be a Q&A section for this episode. So do not be afraid to ask questions. I have questions. Jack has questions. Of Everybody course. does. Everybody's got questions. So if you have a question, do not feel afraid. Feel free to contact us at any of our contacts and just let us know, hey, I have a question. I have a concern. Yeah. So do not be afraid. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. We hope that this was an encouragement to you. It taught you something new. And I pray that you will come back in the next episode when we teach about the prominent teachings of the scriptures. Everybody have a great day and God bless. See you in the next one.